Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Week's episode of the Twisted Travelers podcast. As always, I am Chris, and I am joined by my co-host Jack. Jack, say hello. How you doing? Hey, everybody. How's it going tonight? Well, for me, it's going quite well. I've had a good week, so uh, excited for this episode. Yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. We've got a uh, light news week, as seems to be usual for recently. Uh, ride of the week, and we're talking with Bryant from Coaster Three Six Five after the after the break i'm crazy in the second half of the show yeah we're uh got a fun episode i'm excited for the interview you are too not gonna be a super long one but it's gonna be fun anyway you know yeah we say it's not gonna be super long and then knowing us it will be two hours that's probably right well you want to jump right into it yep so let's start off with something that's actually just like very recently come to light and that is Jersey Devil uh, RMC is back on site and crews were placing track and a uh, spiral staircase today if I saw correctly yeah I'm very happy about this because plans to go next year and good chance it opens I think in time so uh, I'm excited very excited for this ride I, I kind of forgot it existed for a little bit because nothing was going on but this was a little bit of a reminder that made me happy, you know? Yeah, I think everyone kind of forgot it was existing. It just sat there for months in the same state. So the sea construction happening again on it is really, really nice. I'm looking forward to tr- hopefully getting to ride it at some point next year as a, as is Chris. So Yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait to see it test and see the trains on the track and everything. It's going to be so cool. Yeah, it's going to be great. So moving forward, though, uh, the next Kind of big thing that happened this week. Uh, Mr. Freeze at Six Flags St. Louis valleyed. Now, if you want to learn all about why this ride valleys and how it valleys, uh, we're not going to preach on it long. Just go watch El Toro Ryan's videos on the Mr. Freeze clones. Fact. Because that man has figured these rides out. Yeah. Um, there was two valleys this week. We'll talk about the other one in a second, but... This is one of the rides that I could definitely see happening, or uh, that happening to, and it did. Um, that's a shame that it valued. I, I don't even know if it, when did it valley? Was it yesterday or the day before that it valued? I want to say it was yesterday, because I feel like I got a couple texts about it while I was at work. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was operating today or not. It could just still be sitting there, actually. I'm not sure, though. Well, the question is, and I can't remember if Ryan covered this in his video or not, is how, if they, if when they need to unvalley it, do they pull it up the spike or do they oh. literally pull it back through the rest of the layout? That's my, that's I, a question I have. I think he said they pull it up the spike, which I'd love to see some footage of that uh, happening. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. See, like, I'm wondering if there's like a winch at the top of the spike or something they use or. Maybe. Uh, I, I, I hope know. we get some updates on that tomorrow or something. Um, oh, wait. What, what is today? Monday. Park might have even been closed today. I'm not sure. But, yeah, uh, that happened. Not good. I mean, it's not awful. It's just yeah. a bummer. Although, wouldn't you have loved to have been on that train? 
Speaking of trains that I could have realistically been on that valleyed, uh, Hollywood Rift Ride Rocket also valleyed. I mean, I ride this thing fairly often, so who knows, but no, I was not on it. Uh, another ride that valleyed. Didn't it valley because it was, and I'm doing air quotes here, cold? I I don't know. I, I'm not sure the reason for this one. Um, it could have been a purposeful valley because they've done that before. But usually when they do a purposeful purposeful valley, it's between the drop and the loop, right? Yeah, and that's where it was. I think. No, Wait, it was between was it? the loop and the sec and the first mid course. Yeah, that's right. So um, I don't. I, I see. I honestly, I think this one was a true like valley. Uh, yeah, that's an odd one. Uh, but just a bad week for for coasters and valleying, I guess. We're not even going to talk about Dollywood and the fact that Eagle was the only thing that ran today, but... Mm -hmm. Yep. And then this next one is something I am still laughing inside about because watching all of you freak out was probably the highlight of my day up to this I hated point. It. This was an awful thing. See, as someone uh, who is a, a um, like roller coaster, uh, a, like roller coaster uh, a prank aficionado and someone who thinks april fool's day is the best day of the entire year this is hilarious to me i hated this um so we're talking about six flags mexico pulling a prank saying that there's uh, superman there morgan hyper was going to be closed permanently and uh, okay i'm going to directly read the text that i sent to jack this morning Oh, this is funny. I'm walking around my grocery store, and I just feel my watch, or I hear my watch go, ding, 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 and I'm like, what's happening? And I just look down, and it's Chris in all capitals, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah, I sent him the link, and I said in all caps, what the actual heck, Six Flags, they're closing the best Morgan Hyper for no reason. And then, I like, only a couple minutes later, I put... Okay, okay, never mind. Apparently Mexico's version of April Fool's Day is today. Phew. And then I said, <laughs> I was really nervous. that was priceless. I, oh, man, I, this is a ride that I really want to ride, so if they were closing it, I was about to be really angry that I never got a chance to, but it was a prank. We're good. It's still there. You can calm down. I mean, just you wait till I pull an April Fool's Day joke on you. You're going to hate me. I'll know it's April Fool's Day, though. I did not know today was Mexican It doesn't matter version. if it's April Fool's Day or not. I am the king of pranks. I got my grandma to drive three hours into the woods to release a fake skunk when she was supposed to be making dinner for everyone. That's just cruel. That's a story for another day. We'll do an off-topic episode, and that, I'll tell that story one day, because it's that, hilarious. That's cruel, Jack. It is not cruel. She thought it was a real animal. She was doing the humane thing. Yeah, but she didn't need to. That, uh, again, a terrible person. You're, we've been friends for how long, and you're just now realizing this? Well, now it's even more apparent. Okay. <laughs> Well, that was news. We told you guys that it wasn't that long. Not much happened. Uh, and I don't think much is going to be happening, which is a perfect time for us to take a break, which we'll talk about later. Um, but anyways, ride of the week now. You ready? Yeah. Uh, so we're down to two. We've got Thunderation at Silver Dollar City and Carolina Cyclone at Carowinds. Um, 
yeah, these are two also these are two more of my favorites. So let's see what we're mm, excuse right. me. Let's see what we're talking about this week. I'm gonna spin. It's spinning, it's spinning, it's spinning. Okay, it looks like we're saving the best for last. Carolina Gold Rusher. Did I type cyclone again? You didn't even say anything. Uh, yeah, I noticed it in the show notes, and I knew it was a typo. You're good. I'm going to change it now, because I just said Cyclone 2. We're talking about Gold Rusher, the mine train. Um. Okay, I've got a bunch of stories with this ride. I know you and I have one together. I've got a couple with my dad. I've got some with um, David. I've got a ton of stories with this ride. Um, but let's talk about the actual ride, and then I'll tell a story or two. Okay. So... I guess I'll go first. Carolina Gold Rusher. I'll avoid telling the story right now, uh, but my first rides on it were, or my first ride on it was a night ride, and I really liked this thing at night. The tunnels were really cool. Um, it felt like you were going faster at night. I'd say, I think it's a little bit more extreme than Adventure Express, and during the day. It wasn't as good, but it was still a solid mine train. I'd say during the day it's middle tier, but that night ride bumped it up into my, my top tier mine trains. I really enjoyed it. The tunnels and the drops at the end are definitely the best part and probably one of the best parts of a mine train overall, but everything else is kind of meh. I really enjoy it. Um, I do enjoy it a little more than Adventure Express, but not as much as the other two. Uh, that we have, or one of them we already have done, and then the other one we're going to do next week for Ride of the Week. Um, but overall, it's really solid, and my fifth favorite at Carowinds as of now, because I haven't ridden Copperhead. So, that's what I'll say. Yeah, I'll second most of that, except for like how you rank it. I'd probably put this one in third, behind Adventure Express, and the one we're going to talk about next week. Um, yeah, it's such a fun ride. My biggest complaint about this thing... Well, I have two big complaints about it. One, it gets such a long line. Even though I love to ride it, it's so long of a line. Always. And two, the ride... The trains... The benches on those trains are like as wide as my thumb. Um, it literally feels like you're just squatting. And there's just a little ledge for you to like kind of sit on. But... Other than that, this, this it's just so much fun. I it's again. I try to ride it every time I'm over at Carowinds. Absolutely adore this ride. Okay, story times. Let's let's do the one. Let's see. Let's tell ours first. So this goes back to the first episode where we talked about how we met and we told the story about the whole night. And we probably mentioned it, but we got the Gold Rusher, and as I said, it had a long line as always. And so, <laughs> I still can't believe you listened to me. <laughs> well, why wouldn't I? I? I'm credit hunting. I'm cool with it. Uh, well, I guess it makes sense that we we were still complete strangers to each other then, too. So, basically, what we did, we got to the station, and I'm doing the math. It's like, okay, we got to do this ride. We got to do that ride still. We need and to get the Fury on time. And it's like, we need to be on one of the next few trains, or we're going to be cutting it way too close or be over. And so I said, okay, you see that kid that's a single rider? You go ride with him. I'm going to ride with this single rider kid, and we'll meet when we get off. Gotcha? Okay. So 
we did. I didn't even think I. I don't even think I asked the kid I rode with. I was just like, "Hey, I'm riding here," and he just looked at me like, "Okay." I was like, "Okay, yep, I'm riding here." And yeah, what a, <laughs> what did your person think? Oh, uh, I mean, I think it was a group of three, so I just kind of filled in and just sat there. I didn't say anything. Like, I just focused on the ride, which was a really good ride. Uh, but yeah, we we ended up just splitting up, and that was probably the thing that definitely saved us enough time to get to fury for last ride of the night yeah it was a um yeah without that we probably would have been cutting it close that and you know my water detour that too but um yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's fun let's see i've got stories with last year at carolina coaster classic one of my friends won a wheel off this ride. They, he won the giveaway and got a wheel off of it. So we're with, like any logical coaster enthusiast. Like so said, let's go ride it and prank someone. So we rode it, and the wheel was in my camera bag. And so we got off, and they pulled it out, and I handed it to my friend. Uh, I, yeah. And we basically found the most gullible pair of kids we could and we're like oh my gosh did you feel that this fell off the ride and we're standing there and the ride ups are kind of just looking at us my dad's got it on video somewhere it was hilarious the kids eyes like grew by like 10 inches again <laughs> terrible person um then see yeah, uh, continuing to show the listeners <laughs> what a great person you are jack I'm. I will. I was not the one holding the phone, but there may be a video called "Jack and David Ride a Mine Train Part One," where it's Jack and David riding a mine train with an iPhone and held in front of them with some of the most funny commentary ever. Um, that may or may not exist. Um, let's see. What else? There's been some other funny things with this ride. Also, it's just, there's so much fun, and I have so many good memories of this ride, so I really do like Carolina Cyclone. That I mean, I could go on all night talking about why I like this ride, but we'll leave it yeah. at that so it doesn't get too awful long. It's a solid ride. Yeah. It's probably one of six coasters I want to ride when I go back to Carowinds, and that's about it. Um, Let's see, my list of rides to ride at Carowinds now is I need to ride Fury, Intimidator, Carolina Gold Rusher, Carolina Cyclone, and Copperhead. No Afterburn? As I have said many times before, Afterburn leaves much to be desired every single time I ride it, so if I don't ride it, I don't shed a tear. Okay, Afterburn might be a little overrated and not as good as the other inverts we've ridden, but it's still a good, solid ride. It's a good, solid ride, but I'm just saying, I've never gotten off that ride, like, super impressed. It's ever it's everyone's always like, oh, it's so good. And I'm like, you call that a good invert? I mean, it's smooth and it's intense and it's a little it's just a little short. Like I, that's a ride that I definitely would like to ride every single time I go back to Carowinds for sure. See, you say, OK, smooth. Yeah. Intense. That's where I begin to disagree because well, that ride does not. It does. It doesn't yeah, punch the at all. Is really good. I well, don't think I, it punches at all. And it also does not help that I rode this, like, four days after I rode Talon, which I was consistently, like, black, or not black, graying out on, and also rode this, like, right after I rode I-305, too. So, like, 
when you say intense, this ride does not scream intense. I think Copperhead is more intense than Afterburn. So, I don't. I think a lot of people would be mad at you for saying that. I haven't ridden Copperhead yet, but Marcus I mean, and I have already. I, I am definitely going back to this year. So Marcus and I have already fought over Afterburn. We fought over El Toro. People, I'm Mr. Hot Take. Do you think I'm scared of you? Nah. Yeah, I literally. The only person you should be scared of is me for proving you wrong. Uh, for, um, about what? I mean, we can go through the podcast and find other times where I give logical evidence as to why a lot of your takes are wrong. I mean, they're my takes, so they're never wrong. Well, yeah, this is true, but as, like, you know what I mean. There, there's a lot of stuff going against it. I mean, yeah, it's, it, the, mainly it's that, it, like, the rides that I don't care for are rides that I should care for. And I'll agree, like, rides like El Toro, I'm sure I'll like it more once I ride it again. Right. But it's it's got to live up to the memory I have of it. And quite frankly, I don't – here's the thing about Toro. It was so forgettable. I barely – I know I wrote it. I have proof I wrote it. <laughs> Yeah. I barely remember it. I remember going up the lift hill, and I remember the rolling thunder hill. That's about it. <laughs> I'm gonna oh. be honest. That whole day is still a blur. I don't. I barely remember See, anything. The, the only coaster I can tell you for sure, the whole ride probably without thinking about it, is Nitro. Yeah. Uh, next year, Jack. I mean, you already know I plan to go. Just, just come with me, and we'll do a full day there. And, like, we'll actually... You can remember stuff then, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely on the list to do next summer, but next summer is still so much up in the air. I don't even want to plan for it yet, to be honest. There's a lot of stuff up in the air. Okay, so that was Ride of the Week. Uh, we'll be back next week talking about the final mine train on our list. But now we've got Bryant from Coaster365. How are you doing today? I'm doing lovely, guys. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing great. Pleasure to have you. I am so excited. I cannot thank you enough for having me on. This is my podcast debut. Of course, of course. We are proud yeah. to host the uh, the debut of Coaster 365 <laughs> podcast. So. You hear that, drunk riders? <laughs> we got That's right. Some before you. I chose you guys. We, we're Appreciate kind of like their it. podcast child in some weird way, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they've kind of, like, mentored us in some ways, so... Well, those yeah, those so... guys seem awesome, and I've heard them on your podcast as well, and they seem like just such a fun group of guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're, can't they're, wait to meet them. They're a blast to hang out with. Yeah. One of them... Marcus was in, here, in and out of here earlier, so if he shows up, you might get to talk to one of them tonight. Awesome. <laughs> but, so, let's... Let's have you introduce yourself. Um, talk about just tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, my name is Bryant. Um, I've been living in New England my whole life. Um, I mean, I, I think I should just start with like kind of how I became an enthusiast. That's why I'm here in the first place. That works. So, um, maybe it's surprising to some people. I did not like roller coasters for most of my life. I, I shouldn't say that. I'll admit, I was afraid of roller coasters growing up. Um, I was mainly just a Disney guy. I went to Disney World in Florida. I've been 13 or 14 times, which, you know, living in New England, I think is a lot. And I just, I just love the themes. I was that 
you know, big nostalgia guy. Spaceship Earth, living with the land. I'm in love with those kind of rides. Um, and, but even as a little kid, like, my mom said, oh, when I was five, oh, there's a drop on Pirates of the Caribbean. I'd be like, nope, nope, not going on. You guys can wait. And this lasted until I was 14. I finally got on Rock and Roller Coaster. Was terrified. I said, <laughs> my cousin always makes fun of me and says, like a famous quote I left was, I'm going to be miserable the rest of the day. I can't believe you're making me do this. I'm going to be miserable. This is your fault. Of course, I loved it. But it was in the dark. It was in the dark. And I still, the, the outdoor big boy roller coasters, I was still like, nah, no thank you. So I didn't experience an inversion on an outdoor coaster until I was 19 years old. And that was a big moment to kind of make me less afraid of them. So I got over my inversion fear, and now it was more of a height fear. So let's fast forward to 2017, just three years ago. Uh, my girlfriend, Megan who is now my fiance, said, hey, let's go to Six Flags, New England, with some of our friends. I said, sure. Are we going on Superman? Like, yeah, probably. And I'm like, oh, God. <sighs> okay, fine. Oh, let's, let's do it. Whatever. <laughs> Matt, this is me, like what I do now, just three years ago. <laughs> Insanity. So, uh, well, Superman was closed that day, <laughs> which... Which would be sacrilegious now, but I was actually happy about. Which, you know, because, you know, I could ride everything else. Which we did. We pretty much rode everything else. And then we go to this coaster. She says, oh, yeah, there's this brand new roller coaster. It's like half steel, half wood. And I'm like, wait, what? They, they can do that now? Sure, let's do it. I mean, the, the drop looks a little steep, but I'll go on it. Of course, I'm talking about Wicked Cyclone. Which I believe is the only like RMC you guys haven't done in the US. Or one um, of them. I mean, I only... done Colossus. I'm missing Goliath, New Texas Giant, Wicked Cyclone, and Joe. Oh. Okay, more than, yep, more than one then. What am I missing? Twisted Colossus, Goliath, Joker, and Wicked Cyclone. Yeah. Gotcha. But I, I got off that first ride my life was literally changed. My mind was blown. I'm like, I have never been on a ride that smooth with that much airtime. And I, I, even not liking roller coasters, I always liked watching POVs. I was always interested in like the stats, what's the tallest, what's the fastest, that kind of thing. But then after I got off that ride, I, I was hooked for life. And I watched so much Taylor Bybee that summer and fall, more than I'm willing to admit. And this was back in the days of when, uh, thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed the video. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe <laughs> before he became the next Ken Burns. But uh, he, uh, I learned so much from that channel and from him. Um, R the RRN, what is it? RCDP was like my Bible. I would, I literally have a notebook where I just wrote, okay, I'm going to write down every major park in the U.S. I want to know the manufacturers. I want to know what year it opened. And I literally have a book where I just kind of copied RCDB because I'm a psycho. And then I, I always loved those 365 page a day calendars. Mm -hmm. just, just something that stimulates you every day. It could be you know, trivia, facts, you know, puzzles, whatever. And I was like, kind of disappointed there was never one for roller coasters. 
So I'm like, well, what if I just did that on Twitter? What if I just said, hey, every day, here's today's date. Here's a fun fact about a ride. Here's a picture that I didn't take. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've been doing that for three years now. Um, just as like kind of like a side thing, something to look forward to every day. And uh, people seem to like it now. Started very slowly, and now I got um, 2,300 followers, which is yeah, 2,300 mm, followers. That's just you know, for Twitter, co- for coaster like Twitter, that's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, I've been doing not, thrilling moments for two and a half years now, and I'm still under a thousand. As we famously know. Yes, <laughs> Sarah and I were also having that discussion because if she, so she's considering making a trip to see us soon, and when that trip happens, I will get slapped, and it will be filmed. So that's when it's yes, happening, huh? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might happen i i was gonna say the more time that passed the worse it would be for you because then the hype and the anticipation would just keep building so i've been pestering her for like a, m- a couple weeks to come up to tennessee this week to like do new year's and all that with us and i said um something about it's like um do you ever figure out if you're going to come up? And she's like, no, I can't. And I'm like, boo, I was looking forward to getting this slap over with. And she's like, yeah, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, and she doesn't uh, seem like the kind of person that's going to take it easy on you. No. So no, I, I her hand's going to be, I won't, I won't like release the video, but her, she has a roommate and he let her practice on him. His head hit the wall. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> her her hand's gonna be tattooed on your face for like a week. Oh, it probably will. And we, oh, the, yeah. the deal is, I have to. I think I have to ride it, and then if the handprint is visible, I'm buying the on-ride photo with the handprint <laughs> on my cheek. That's um, a genius idea. Please. And then, I mean, yeah. you have a pretty epic logo, but yeah, I feel like you have to make that your profile picture for like a week or something. Yeah, I'll probably change my. I'll probably put the logo probably. like next to it or something. Yeah, reminds me, I need to change my profile thing back to being like not Christmas because Christmas is over. But sadly, yes, sadly. But, I, I, and it, then you'll forever be known as Slapjack now. I think. As I've told all of my friends, when we play the game Slapjack, you are never going to win. I always win that game. <laughs> there, there's no beating me. So, I feel like uh, Taylor and Sarah's Halloween idea. They should go as uh, Blackjack and Chess from Steel Vengeance, and you can be their their unloved child, Slapjack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I like that. Right? I might have. To, I'll have to text them both after we're finished and su- submit that idea for next year's costume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on on one of your so, favorite rides. Oh. Which I feel I feel like you drop that ride like eight spots every week. It's like 182nd on your list now, probably. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I will say this. Actually, I don't. What's scary is I think you're not far off from what number it actually is. It's oh, somewhere God. right. <laughs> um, Still not as bad as the Toro take. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, it's just that's just Jack Chris. We, we know he's. Take. Oh boy, here we go. Okay. Okay, let's. I'm gonna ask I don't want to tangent already too much. Oh, wait. But I get we're we're the child of the junk riders. We tangent. It's 
I sent you a picture of our show notes later, and it's literally the last line is, let's go off on some tangents, shall we? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, But I I can live with the pasta thing. It's weird, but I can live with it because I'm a picky eater. Did I hear you say last week you didn't like pizza either? He, He told me that when he was down here. Like I have a picture month. of his immediate reaction. I will put that in the chat. And I remember I t- I tweeted Marcus to the drunk artist, and I was like, he doesn't like pizza either. Get him. Like, how do you not like pizza or pasta? Because like, okay, can I, I eat the pasta? But can I'm I give my excuse, or do I have to just get raped over the that is crossing the line. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I know Tennessee isn't like the Italian cuisine capital of the world, but and yet. Knoxville has been ranked best for pizza That's, in the world. Really? So we uh, we've been ranked. Mm. We were ranked number three a couple of years ago, right under Chicago and New York. New Haven, Connecticut would blow Knoxville away. No offense, and I'm just biased, but we have the best you, pizza in the world. I, I I've never had it myself, but everyone swears by <sighs> it. You got to come eat Big Ed's. I'm down when I go to Dollywood. Let's do it. No, I so, love my pizza. So, I'm like semi lactose intolerant, cheese especially. Oh. Um, like there's no like it's not gonna kill me if I ate it, but I also I just it's one of those things I look at it. And I'm like that just looks gross, so I'll pass. I, I get it. I'll give you that, but oh man, that breaks my heart. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't believe it when he said that. I was like, you are just the weirdest eater. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. Chris Brown doesn't even know this. I didn't have a burger until I was like fifteen. So, oh, I mean, I know when he eats a burger, it's literally just meat and bun. That's also <laughs> true. Um, <laughs> we're really tangent in here. We're tangent. Yeah, so let's go back to question. the questions. <laughs> I've always wanted to know when you get up in the mornings and you're like, it's like, okay, it's time to post. How do you decide what ride it is? Okay, so you know how I said I made all these notes about, you know, on RCDB, mm-hmm. and I've, I've expanded that since to Europe and, and Japan and all these places. Uh, what I try to do originally is I never wanted to, I kind of wanted to flip around the world. I never wanted to, even like one park, I try not to do a roller coaster from one park twice in a month. I just like, you know, I'll, I think I started mostly in the U.S., like in 2018 when I started it. And I'm just like, okay, I did, a, I did Cedar Point. Now I'm going to go to Magic Mountain. Now I'm going to go to Busch Gardens Tampa. And I also I also try to switch up the like the intensity of a ride. If I did like an RMC, I might do a mine train the next day, or then I'll do a, an invert. And then I think once I started expiring US is when I started doing more European coasters. And then when I started expiring everything, it was just like, okay, if I'll recycle a U.S. coaster, then we'll do a Europe coaster, and we'll just keep flip-flopping. This year, I think I went alphabetically. Like, I'll do, I'll start with Alabama, then I'll do whatever the, what's a, Austria <laughs> or something. So it's just a matter of uh, just switching it up as much as I can. And just whatever park comes into my brain that morning, I'll be like, all right, we'll do a ride from there. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Seems like an easy enough formula. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, and I want to keep it fresh. I don't want to be like, here's all the Cedar Point coasters. He's, you know, so. Yeah. And I always, I feel bad when I get 
like on a run on Instagram or Twitter because it happens where I'll go to a park and I'll have a ton of new pictures and it's like okay you're getting like two weeks of Cedar Point crap because I went out and stood on your <laughs> break wall at 6 a.m. to take pictures of it at sunrise <laughs> or like last week was pretty much straight Dollywood because I had a bunch of stuff from my trip or my uh, stop up there a couple weeks ago um, I mean you have so, Dollywood photos like every two days and yeah, I mean it does. They're all great. Like, I'm not complaining. But. It, it does help. Like I said, I go up there like every other week, most of the time. So my favorite thing about posting Dollywood stuff is posting the angles that no one else has found yet, and then seeing how long it takes someone else to find it and copy me. Yeah, I mean you. I mean you're like the number one reporter of Dollywood. I think. The, that's my goal, with, <laughs> yeah. especially with Lightning Rod right now. My, since I started posting Lightning Rod pictures on Twitter and Instagram of the construction specifically, my numbers took a jump. Like, um, I'm up like two hundred percent on Twitter. <laughs> especially since like that ride has had such a wild history, and you're kind of documenting their first real major change to it. So yeah, I think people I'm, are just super intrigued. I'm planning on in the spring, um, probably releasing a f- like it will be a like novel of a blog post of like a full ch- like change log list for Lightning Rod because I've got pictures of it pretty much in every stage except for its original construction, but I can walk you through the entire history of that ride and pretty much tell you every speed bump it's hit. Um, that's amazing dude there there's a ton of stuff people don't know about um my i think my personal favorite is like for a decent amount of time just one of the trains just didn't like to run it just was like eh, i don't want to agree with sensors today so all those times it ran on one train it wasn't because they didn't feel like it, it was because they literally could not get the other one to work <laughs> Interesting. Oh, okay. Like tornado is like the same thing now, isn't it? Or well, not like it's more the system, not the train specifically, but yeah, tornado is when that ride was des- that it's a twenty year. Well, the computer's twenty one, twenty two years old now, and it just it can only run two trains for about two hours before they overheat the brakes and start running into some issues. Because it was designed with friction brakes, they switched it to magnetic because of how uncomfortable the friction brakes were. Um, so they can only run for about two hours before they overheat the brakes and start sh- overshooting some sensors. So there's a back actually in 2016 because it was both Lightning Rod and Tornado would were down for the last week of the season. Lightning Rod because it was Lightning Rod, and Tornado because they ran it for 11 hours straight with two trains. And by the end of the day, the brake run was like fuming. Why did they do that? Because the park was like had like a hundred thousand people in it or something ridiculous. It was for Dollywood. Oh, it was max capacity day. Yeah, I think it's uh, about time to update their computer for that ride. It's not even that they need to redo the braking on it. It's not the computer could use an update. Trust me, but the braking needs to be redone too. Probably. So okay, we're continuing the tangent about random stuff. This is yeah, yeah. Tr- let's uh, let's avoid that. So. Uh, one thing that me and Jack both like that you do is the March Madness Coaster Tournament. What made you want to start that, and how has it grown over time? So, I mean, I've always been a big college basketball fan. 
um, and just the March Madness tournament in general. And I'm I'm such a sucker for those. Just let's do what's the best movie, what's the best song. I, I I love when everyone fills out brackets at that time. I just like tournaments in general. And I think um, I know Coaster One Hundred One did does a park March Madness tournament, and I never saw one for roller coasters. And I could I'm sure there were some out there. So again, just simply I'm like, well, there's here's a little side project, you know, in addition to the posts. Um, you know, let, let's just do a, a March Madness tournament with with roller coasters. And I think the first year I did it, it was getting maybe 20, 30 votes for matchup, which at the time I was like, oh, wow, this is cool. People are actually interested. And I think last year it was averaging two two fifty per matchup. Maybe not that much. I know the finals had like 300 votes and, you know, people seem intrigued and interested. And so we're, we're already kind of building up to it this year. There's going to be a major, major twist that I don't know if people are going to like, but um, a little hint for the, a Twister Travelers exclusive. Um, it, it's going to be um, more unpredictable this year. And, I like Fury, Fury has made the finals three years in a row. It won in 2018 and then lost to Steel Vengeance both last year and in 2019. I can guarantee you 100% that will not be the finals matchup this year. That's all I'll say for now. Ooh, I like this because this means Lightning Rod had the chance of actually making it this year. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> I will say no more. When this... When when this <laughs> happens every year, I'm like campaigning like my life depends on it. It's like vote lightning rod, people vote. The, the way I I think I just asked people, hey, send me your top ten, and then based on points, I'll seed them. And lightning rod was like an eight seed in the south one year. I'm like, what was up with this? I think it was two years ago. People go like crazy over lightning rod especially there's people that are like it's great and there are people that are like i hate it because it wasn't open i'm like well then how are you ranking it that, uh, yeah no it's like i'm yeah, sorry I'm a fan it's... of uh, all the people who decide to rank or rate rides that they haven't ridden like it, it just skews and sways things too much or if they had like a bad park day and will blame like the roller coaster yeah like like i mean <laughs> What are you doing? And, and and trust me, Lightning Rod has its days where even I want to throw something at it or scream at it, which I actually have done a couple of times. Um. So yeah, March Man, I'm looking forward to this year with a. Ooh, I'm I'm liking the sound of not being Steel Vengeance versus Fury. No, yeah, not I'm, happening. I, I'm also <laughs> on the team that I think it, I think Fury is the better ride. That's Same. that's me. Um, I actually, if you didn't mind, I had a question for you guys just regarding like enthusiast psychology and in the mind of an enthusiast. I mean, I think as as enthusiasts, we have a number one, but our goal is to top that number one. Yep. So, sorry, my cat's going off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hit the smooth, someone hit the like, and, and I, I might be, yeah, I might be um, at blame for this as well. When you want your number one to be topped, when you like rewrite it, are you looking to like scrutinize it as much as possible and look for any possible reason to drop it down? And consequently, when you ride like a new, like I'm riding Fury and Lightning Rod for the first time next year, 
am I going to be like, oh, I really want a new number one. I'm going to have that like recency bias. Do you think that plays into rankings at all? Um, recency bias definitely because I mean, like, I. I will I mean, say this. I, I know Jack can say this with Skyrush because, I mean, Skyrush, it stayed in your top 10, even though you hadn't written it in three years, and then you wrote it again and it immediately popped up a lot. Yeah, and I think that was more – it's been three years, so it's it's memory of me writing it had faded significantly, but I never walk in – I never walk in saying this is going to be my number one or I want this to be my number one. Mm -hmm. I always want to be pleasantly surprised. I want that ride that I didn't expect to be great to be the one I ended up like loving. For instance, um, a park I mentioned X2. That's a great example. (laughs) Um, I absolutely had no expectations. I fully expected to hate the ride, ride it once and walk away. And it ended up, I mean, if Lightning Rod got torn down or for some reason I could never ride it again, X2 would be my favorite operating roller coaster. Um, but then there's rides like Mr. Freeze at St. Louis. Like, again, no expectations. I was like, it's, I'm sure it will be good, but I walk in, it's my favorite in the park because I didn't have expectations for it. Um but then I definitely think there are people that are like, oh, yeah, this is going to be my number one. I've met mm. multiple people that are like, once I ride Lightning Rod, that will probably be my number one. It's like, you haven't ridden it. Yeah, I praised the thing to death. I mean, I've been riding it for years, and I'll defend it until the day I die because I love that ride. But it's like, it's not everyone's favorite, and I can accept that because some people like crazy fast intense terrain hugging airtime machines lightning rod some people like really drawn out graceful epic coasters like millennium force and then there's weird people like me who i like all of it it's just which one does it the best sure yeah yeah i think for me as far as like wanting to top my number one i mean i've looked at rides that i haven't ridden and like i kind of have picked out ones that I think have a chance at topping my number one. But then, like, I really, really like to stress expectations when it comes to coasters because even if I think it has a chance, I really want to try to lower my expectations as much as possible. And, like, I think I've done that pretty successfully for most coasters, and then you do end up being pleasantly surprised. But I don't think I go into one ride expecting it to be my number one because I lower those expectations and I'm not really looking to find a number one immediately. I'm just kind of like, yeah, it has a chance, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean I want it to be. That doesn't mean I expect it to be. Yeah. Chris, yeah, you I'll... specifically, sorry, Jack, go ahead. Go... No, you go ahead. Oh, uh, just Chris, you specifically, actually, I respect the hell out of you like picking a ride like time travelers, number one and how Thank it, you. because yeah, I mean, and that's kind of actually kind of another question I have. Like, do you like? I know Jack. You we know your history with Steel Vengeance. Whatever. <laughs> was there was there a part of you that said so many people have this as my number one? I don't. I'm gonna try not to make this my number one, or like not in your top whatever. Like, uh, I'll say it for me. I don't lightning rod. There's a bunch of people that have it as a number one. But my top ten is such an eclectic group of roller coasters that I get comments on all the time. It's like that is such a weird <laughs> bunch. Um, it's like you've got crazy intense RMCs and arrows, but then you've also got super graceful Intamins and B and M's in there. I'm like, yeah, I like oh, all yeah. of it. 
maybe the the talent the uh, palate that you lack in your tongue you've just given to roller coasters. Mm-hmm. That that must be it. <laughs> I, mean, I know for myself, I I mean, I I think I have a pretty good variety. I I'm pretty much a fan of of everything. I mean, you've got a ride like Steel Vengeance and Skyrush, both of my top five. But then you've got like the Millennium Forces and Time Travelers that aren't like I'm trying to kill you intense, but just super rewritable graceful rides and I'll put them up there. And as far as I don't like, know, that that drop on Time Traveler tries to kill you, let's be honest. Oh, that looks so good. Uh, but as far as like especially with Steel Vengeance, thinking everybody has this as their number one, I don't want to make it my number one. I think everybody saying it was their number one did kind of put high expectations on it for me. And like mm-hmm. it's still an amazing ride. But going into it, I was already like Steel Vengeance, all the elements on Steel Vengeance, you can really experience something similar like it anywhere else. It's just a really long version, and that kind of took away from it a little bit for me. It doesn't really have a uniqueness factor other than the length for me. That's fair. I mean, I'm very much a you-do-you. You have your list. I'll respect it. I'll never get on someone for, like, oh, you have this ride at this place. So I, I think both I think both of you do a really good job of not letting outside noise affect your rankings. Yeah, I, I mean, I've I had people tell me before I that I was like, I'm worried I'm going to get scrutinized for this, but I was just like, I mean, it really <laughs> is my number one, so I'm yeah. just going to go with it and see what happens. Like, no one can say you're wrong; it's what you enjoy. <laughs> like, when I, well, I've had people I do, to say I'm wrong, but well, you know, we tell them they're wrong. Um, <laughs> we because I. I will say this, like, it's an amazing ride. It's in my top, I think it's at six right now. And, like, for me, if you're in my top ten, I consider you, a like, a near-perfect, if not perfect ride. So, it's, mm-hmm. for me, the top ten are almost all interchangeable, to be perfectly honest. But, like, with Steel Vengeance specifically, I have, like, emotional attachment to that roller coaster. It was my hundredth roller coaster. It was one of the mm. first... It's the reason I made my first trip to Cedar Point in 2016 was so I could ride Mean Streak before it got uh, converted. And so, like, I remember watching that whole construction process. And when I rode it in 2018, it was my number one. And it was my, like, one through four for a while. And I was like, yeah, it's an amazing ride. It deserves to be there. Um and then over time, I also had the realization just how much I loved Lightning Rod because I think I, I began to take it for granted, and then we had a huge like downtime that fall. And during all that, I was like, I really do love that ride a lot more than anything else. So that's when it's moved into the one spot. And as I've always said, coasters do not compete for my number one. They compete for the number two because nothing is getting <laughs> into that top spot. But still, Vengeance, we went back in 2019, complete like – spur of the moment we were driving up to Michigan to see family and we were like, Oh, let's break the drive up. We'll stop in Sandusky. We could do Cedar point for a few hours. And we went, we rode it. I got a front row night ride and I got a back row ride right at the beginning of the day. And I got off of both of those rides. I was like, this is not the intense monster. I remember from uh, 2018. This feels more like, lightning rod when it's having a really bad day or even it felt it just felt sluggish the whole ride and it's like hmm, it's a good ride still that's not top five potential anymore and so that's where my my opinion is based off that last ride i had so 
Interesting. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll ride it again and it will shoot up. And that also goes for the same thing with El Toro. My opinion on oh. that. I, we were talking about it earlier. And I told Chris, like, I remember being in the station. I kind of remember going up the lift hill. And I remember the rolling thunder hill. I barely remember anything else about riding that ride. I just know I did it because I've got the t-shirt and stuff to prove I was there. <laughs> um, and so it's just one of those things. It's like I barely remember it, which doesn't speak volumes because a ride that legendary, I expected to remember my ride on it. Sure. No, that's fine. I mean, I we went on Steel Vengeance the third week it opened. We were we were probably there at very similar times then. Might yeah, it was like middle of May, like May eighteenth, nineteenth, or something of that year. So, um, and I mean, loved it, but I haven't been on since. So you you could be making a good point. And like I said, I'm yeah. I mean, I've been on sixty or seventy new roller coasters since then, and it is still my number one. But I haven't given more of a chance than I'm probably given to Fury and definitely to Lightning Rod. And I am requesting you. To be there when we go on our first oh. ride. Oh, I will be. Yeah. It, it does not take much to get me to Dollywood. <laughs> well, I, I'll just I, like I, I hope. I, I hope like you're not in New England while I'm there. Let's try not to make that happen. Yeah, we'll we'll avoid that. <laughs> right yeah. now, assuming everything goes to plan, I'll be in East Tennessee a lot next summer, um, because of my job. But, um, yeah. Lightning Rod, I, I go up there, I ride Thunderhead, Eagle, and Lightning Rod. Those are the three things oh, I go back yeah. and forth between. But those are, that's, I'll say this, and Chris touched on it with Still Vengeance too. It's such an amazing ride, but after the, after the, uh, the twisted airtime hill that dives into the structure under the lift hill, it gets so repetitive, and I know, I call it the greatest hits of RMC. And, up until that point, it's like everything's kind of unique. But once you get into there, it just starts eh, airtime, wave turn, airtime, airtime, <laughs> barrel roll, airtime, airtime. I'm, it's like I could go ride Twisted Cyclone and get the exact same ride. Yeah, it's so. definitely a ride I need to re-ride. Because, I mean, I don't, it's, it's a ride that, like, I remember just absolutely insane airtime. And that's why it's in my top five. But I don't really remember any moment that was, like, that is a top five element in general for me in the world. But just like its length and the repetitiveness in the second half actually was good for me because it, it really gave me something to remember. Like the the last six airtime mills before you hit the break run in a row, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just getting whipped before I even get a chance to hit my seat again. That, that was the best part to me, but I need to rewrite that. I only have one ride on Steel Vendors. It was like a middle row and it's still in my top five, so who knows. <laughs> yeah so we, there's our tangent about steel vengeance folks <laughs> um and ranking rides so the long story short i try to like not let other people's opinions affect mine and i definitely try to just walk into each ride with like an open mind it's like yeah this could be awesome or it could be really bad we're about to find out so okay i've got a question that i will get like uh texted and like screamed at if i don't ask are you on team rollers or are you on team coasters? <laughs> I am 100% on board for team rollers. Yeah. And I, okay. We're going to get you a new logo made. We're going to get. It's okay. Made. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I know I feel 
you know, Coaster is in my name, obviously. But like Coaster 365 is the brand name. It's kind of like you can say roller coaster. You following me a little bit or am I just not making no, sense? No, no. You've you got me yeah. so far. <laughs> Listen, I will wear the shirt. I will do whatever. I'll even change the name temporarily maybe if we want to. But I feel like I don't know if I could ever make that permanent change just because it's the brand name. We've been but trying to get... I wouldn't make it a permanent change. I, no, I, I, I love it though. It's, it's just fresh. It's fun. If people are really getting upset over it, oh my God, like really? Oh, it's hilarious. Oh. Yeah, I love we'll, a shirt. We'll get, uh, oh, yeah. I'll get you a shirt. I'm in. Get that sent to you. Um, no, I yeah, love, even when she, she did that whole thing. I was like, well, I didn't. I hadn't met Sarah at that point, and but when she started the whole thing, I was like, well, we've been calling them coasters for forever, and honestly, yeah. I'm bored of it. So yeah, let's yeah. get on this band, bandwagon because it's funny and I like it. So even before all this started, I was saying I'm saying the word coaster way too many times. And like I was trying to flip it with ride every now and then, but now it's like even I don't know if you've noticed I'm always saying roller coaster now, Mike. Just because I I feel like the word coaster is like a slur now to some know, <laughs> to I'm, some people. <laughs> I ha- see, and I have to watch myself because I know Sarah reads my tweets and she reads my blogs yeah. and stuff, and so I have to either write rollers or write roller coaster. There is no writing coasters no. like a so. Chris, will you will you pretend to be Scott and Sarah when I say the word coaster? Yeah, sure. Oh. So uh, we're talking, and I'll say something. Oh yeah, and this coaster. A what? Yeah. This coaster. <laughs> what now? What was that? Oh, I'm done. That happens. I get that happens every time I talk to her because it's still such an old habit. I'll say coaster. After the right. Universal. Yeah. Oh yeah, she screamed at him while we were at Universal. It was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we were both like, it's like, That'd be great. Like, the what? I will be legitimately nervous when I'm here to ever like slip up. I'd oh, like, yeah, shoot. it's one of my favorite coasters. I mean, roller, roller. Oh my God, I'm so. Roller, <laughs> roller. I didn't mean that. Don't it's feel like... bad. We still haven't convinced Taylor <laughs> to change his name from Coaster Studios to Roller Studios. So. If you make the logo, Jeff, oh my God. I bet you. If I make the logo, Sarah will steal his phone and change it. I, we're, I think we're going to strategically time it so she gets the logo while she, he's at her house and then she's going to steal his phone and change the logo on some stuff for us. I mean, we got we got him, we got Coaster 101, we got Coaster Force. There are many many things that need to change. And what's hilarious is the yeah. fact that she like helps run Coaster Force now. So. I know, yeah. I'm like I'm waiting oh. for I'm waiting oh. to get on Twitter and see the announcement. It's like attention <laughs> Coaster Force members. We are changing our name to Roller Force. That'd be, I mean, again, though, it is a brand name, so maybe it can get away with it. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, I will say, though, Velasa Roller is such a better name than Velasa Coaster. Thank yeah, you. That, that, oh, 100%. It just, it just flows with a Velasa Raptor. Like, <laughs> exactly. We are yeah. all probably, I'm probably going to make us all Velasa Roller. Like, whatever Velasa Coaster t-shirt they come out with, I'm going to, like, get a good picture of it and recreate it. Just It's just going to say Velasa Roller. One of my dreams of, like, if, you know, I'm just on Twitter now, I've told you I do want to expand to hopefully a YouTube in the future. One of my dreams, though, of this whole experience is I want, like, because I played baseball my whole life, I want a Team Roller versus Team Coaster softball game. 
Oh my or gosh. something. I'll do it. I'll yeah, right? A, hold on. I'm just... A, hold on. I just need to imagine this for a moment because I'm just seeing, like, the four of us. <laughs> so you've got me, you, Sarah, Scott, like, all of us. We're all out there playing for Team Rollers. And then you've got, like, Taylor, like, uh, or you've got Taylor being, like, the pitcher for Team Coasters or something. <laughs> and I'm just imagining the pitch just getting about halfway to the plate and just falling straight out of the air. And then you've got Dan from Midway Mayhem just at first base with his glove just covering his face, shake. I'm, oh, this would be great. <laughs> right? Oh, this we would be great. Right, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Or some, some sort of game. And we could, you, hey, and you know what would be best? We could do slap bets for it. I'm down. I'm down for any bets. I, I love what the the uh, the in loop guys do with their fantasy football draft. Oh my god! I, I heard so next yeah. year we're planning on doing a big one, and we've we've been debating how bad we're going to make our Luther punishment. So I don't want to make it this year, Jack. Yes, they have to stand on the shoot the shoot bridge in full in a full Canadian tux with like a five it. gallon hat <laughs> for like six hours. Amazing. Last year's was awful. I last year I think I would have like just jumped into the lake. They had to wait in line for Steel Vengeance all day and walk <laughs> through the train. Walk every right by. Time. <laughs> That's horrible. I, I you swear, know, it, they sit around there like, ooh, what could we do this year? In, in a world with such negativity, we just need stuff, more stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Well, and, that, uh, oh. and this goes back to like when Sarah and I did the slap bet, it's all in good fun. She and I are really good friends. We wouldn't have made the bet if we didn't really know each other. Of course. Yeah. Like, we're doing it in good fun because it really was hilarious because she and I were feuding and we were telling the story while I did my live stream earlier. Like, my mom and dad were like fully on, are fully on board with it. I was trying to bribe my parents into unfollowing her. They were like, "There's not any amount of money you could pay us to get us to do that." Yeah, no, she she was a train on Twitter. Like, there was no chance you were gonna win that. Oh yeah, um, yeah. the only <laughs> chance I had was when lightning rod stuff started happening. But oh, that's true. Late, so, <laughs> um, yeah. So okay. We'll start. We've we've already been going for like almost an hour. We're getting close to an hour. That's crazy. Um, so here's a question we try to ask every single one of our guests. Um, what's your favorite park? Favorite park. Hmm. I see. Again, I'm a Disney guy. I almost put Disney in a separate category just because it's. It's there for nostalgia purposes. It's not really in my world of enthusiasts right now. So I'm going to put that, that aside. I think it's Busch Gardens Williamsburg that I've been to. Okay. Just it just, like for, it just has that perfect mix of great theming, but also Cedar Fair Six Flags level roller coasters. I, I love the different lands. It's, it has a World Showcase vibe to it. Um, and like there isn't, I think that's like one of the only parks I've been. There is not a bad roller coaster there. Probably Tempesto is their quote worst roller coaster, and it's still a Skyrocket too, which is probably my favorite clone because I love launches regardless. Yeah. I, I I loved, 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 loved my time there. Um, I had so much fun. Yeah. I'm jealous. I need to go to that park. I, mean, I can't believe you haven't been there. Hershey's and SeaWorld parks are all like that. Like no bad coasters. Yeah. 
so here's the thing with BGW. Every time I say I'm going to go, then they announce some new ride. And I'm like, ugh, I'll wait one more year. And so I was mm. finally going. <laughs> we were going to bite the bullet this year and go for Pantheon. But no Pantheon. We were like, eh, we're going to wait until the whole park's open. So that's why it hasn't happened. It was on the docket, I think, for early June this year. And it just didn't happen. So it's, it's And it's such a photogenic park, too. Like that area around Loch Ness is, oh, you could spend Trust two me. hours taking photos there. That will probably be a two-day park for me. I know most people are like, yeah, you could do it in a day, but I'll need two days there so I can... Oh, we did two. My yeah. time ...taking pictures and stuff. Um, I need to do another day there. I plan on going back this year for Pantheon anyway. And last time I went, the lines got long the second half of the day. The only coaster I got multiple rides on was Invader, of all of them. Uh, <laughs> and, like, Verbolton's my favorite in that park as of now, and I really want to ride that again. And then Pantheon has a chance to be my 300 this year, so... Ooh. Yeah, I've... Free. Yeah, there's parks. Um, let's see, Knott's Berry Farm, Cedar Point. Those are parks that I could go to and literally spend an entire day without riding a ride. All I would do is have my camera out. I mean, I I got up at the I got up at five thirty in the morning to go stand uh, at a pier and take pictures of Cedar Point. Um, I've actually the the craziest thing about that whole like whole little stop in Sandusky is that Cedar Point wasn't even open. The whole point of stopping was just so I could take pictures. It was. I uh, love the hustle. Love the hustle. Vacation. Yeah. Then got in the car and we drove to Knobles. And that was fun. But oh, Knobles. Knobles was probably my number two. Honestly, I love. Oh, it's up there. Oh, I I know you guys it's... talked about it a few weeks ago. It's uh, it's so good. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's there's so much so charm. Good. Yeah. It's fascination. Mm. Just the idea of you park for free and just walk right in. <laughs> like go ride one of the best 2020, where, where else can you do something like that? Exactly. And even I remember my first time there. We were It was totally like complete accident. We, were, we weren't even planning on going. It's like, hey, yeah, we got to drive kind of past Knobles anyway. Let's go for a couple hours. And we went, and it was just like four of the most stress-free hours I've ever spent at a park. Yeah. like, I don't. I didn't pay to get in here, so I don't got to <laughs> worry about getting my money's worth because I'm gonna get my money's worth because I pay for each ride. And mm, I, I I love that park to death. Um, we did uh, their Halloween event this year. We did mm. night rides on Twister and Phoenix, and wow. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I I will bring it up now because I know you said you wanted to ask me about my. Uh, Disney. You had something you wanted to ask me about Disney. It's not really a question. It's just I like you live in Tennessee. You're an amusement park fan, and you've never been to Disney. That just that that might be more stunning than the pasta and the pizza thing. So like, I so I've been to Disneyland in California, right? But not World. Um. So the reason I have never been to Disney World is that there's a couple of reasons. I, I'm kind of in a similar boat to use where I hated roller coasters until I was, uh, let's see, I'm thir- 12 or 13 is when I finally got over my fear. Um, like, and that's, so. I was 28, whole, so, you know. There's a whole <laughs> story behind that, which I could spend an entire podcast episode going over in detail. But. So because of that, we never went to Disney World. And I was also never, like, a huge fan of, like, Disney characters as a kid. So, like, mm. going to see Mickey Mouse and Donald, that just never appealed to me. It was never something, like, 
I would have, like, said, yeah, that's what I want to do. I was always the kid, like, let's go to the zoo all the time. And sure. granted, Knoxville has one of the best zoos you're going to find anywhere in the world. So that was nice. But, like, we never did that. I never – I didn't go to Dollywood for the first time until 2015. Okay. So, all right. Um, so it was just something explanation. we did. And then when we I got into roller coasters, Disney is not the first place you think to go for roller coasters. So we did a bunch no. of other places. Are you and sure about really... that? New developments today. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Um, it is the coaster capital of the coaster 100. capital of Orlando. So, it's like that's our one shot for the day. Yeah. So we, when we got into doing, I was like, okay, I do want to go to a Disney park. I kind of had settled on this idea back in 2016 and 2017 that I wanted to go to Disneyland before I went to Disney World, mm. so I could experience Walt's Park before I did the crazy parks. Um, and I never expected that wish to actually come true, but it did mm. last summer when we went out to California. It's like, come on, we got to do Disneyland. <laughs> so we did, we only had a day. We had did both parks in a day. It's 18 hours of the most insane time I've ever spent at a park. Um, we would not have survived if we did not have our friends that are true Disney vets with us. They've been to all of them. Uh, um, jealous. They I went, think. Yeah, so without them, we would have failed miserably, but it was amazing. And now, of course, it's like, okay, I got to get the world, but I'm currently holding off because I'm going to – I have said it a couple places. I'm just as excited for Tron as I am for any other new ride in 2020. Yeah, yeah that looks amazing. So good. Chris, I think you would agree with me, at least as far as goes. It might. It's probably – and I, mean, I could be wrong with you, Jack, but it's probably going to be hard to love it unless you didn't grow up with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's I such mean, a nostalgia place now. I'd say, like, for some of the newer stuff, like uh, Everest and Pandora, I mean, mm -hmm. you'll you'll love that. But for stuff like OG Space Mountain and, like, just appreciating mm -hmm. Tomorrowland and Frontierland, that's really something that you had to have grown up with to really yeah. understand the nostalgia and what makes it great. Yeah, and I, I understand that. And it's the same thing, like, for most people, like, Craftsman's Valley is the most boring part of Dollywood, where it is my favorite section of the park, even though there's not a single ride minus Blazing Fury in the entire place. Yeah, um, I like that section. It's relaxing. Th that's the whole reason. It's just such a nice... I love... My favorite... My guilty pleasure is going up there on a Sunday afternoon after church, and it's, like, rained, and you just you're walking down Craftsman's, and it's just so peaceful. That's, like probably my favorite theme park guilty pleasure is going up to Dollywood on Sundays when it's not crowded. But like when we were at Disneyland for me, like riding Matterhorn for the first time and uh, really getting to just yeah. do some stuff like that. I mean, I laughed my head off the whole time we were on Matterhorn. Cause I was like this ride, this is, this is roller coaster history right here. And then we were really fortunate. We got to do previews of galaxy's edge. Um, and so of being the absolute diehard Star Wars nerd, stay up till 3 a.m. <laughs> to watch the new episode of Mandalorian, crazy person I am, walking into Galaxy's Edge, walking onto Batuu for the first time, I was like, holy crap. I, there's a video of me that I hate showing people, of me walking around the corner and just bursting into tears as the Millennium Falcon is sitting there. I'm like, 
oh my gosh, it's real. It's right there. It's, I was like in shock. And then again, there's a bet the, right there. Doing the, um, doing the previews that was not busy in Galaxy's Edge. So I got to ride it six times. I've gotten to ride Smuggler's Run in every single seat in the cockpit. And still one of the like most like wonderful things I've ever gotten to do was uh, fly the Millennium Falcon with my dad. And the two of us got to jump at the light speed. And that's just like, as someone who grew up with Star Wars and he was the person who introduced me, reaching up there with him and pulling back those levers and just the whole thing just boom. It's the most amazing feeling ever. That's great, and then you man. Jump yeah. out of, and then you exit light speed and there's TIE fighters shooting at you and the moment's <laughs> over because Kylo Ren's there and he's ready to kill you. So, <laughs> yeah. The, I will say this. Disney is definitely in the cards for the next year or two. I'm waiting on Tron and um, Guardians right now, but after those two have both opened, I'll probably do a Disney World trip. Love it. You'll yeah, you'll you'll enjoy it. Still, it's still the theming is un- yeah. So I think I know. I think you and I've talked about this off air before, but I gotta ask. So, what park do you want to visit the most? You're talking to me. Yep. Oh, I mean, other than Dollywood, because Dollywood's probably the end or Silver Dollar City. At least in the U.S. I mean. Um, I, I really want to go to Fantasia Land or Fantasia Land. Oh. I don't know. I, I've heard both. Fan, Fantasia Land looks so good. Taron's probably my number one on the bucket list because oh, I, for me. yeah, I love I'm Maverick. Supposed to go this year. My no. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah, Those are I have all the good answers. Yeah. So, so yeah, U, U.S. I'd say Dollywood and uh, I would probably say Fantasia Land. You can't go wrong with Dollywood or Silver Dollar City. Oh yeah, they're both. They're this. Is, I'll say this: they're so eerily similar and yet entirely different places. Because hmm. you'll be like my first time at Silver Dollar City. Of course, I mean I've spent the last five years just combing over Dollywood. I could probably tell you like random posters in that park without thinking about it. Um, and then you go to Silver Dollar City, and it's feels all the same but it's so different and it's such a weird feeling i think i think the way i ended up putting it is for dollywood craftsman's valley is it's like our where it's exactly what it sounds like all the craftsmen's are and everything's like old tiny looking and looks like it's like a wilderness frontier town and but you've got other areas of the park like uh show street and jukebox junction with lightning rod and these are all different Silver Dollar City is pretty much an entire park of Craftsman's Valley, which is amazing. <laughs> so yep. that's that's the big difference for me with the two parks, and I like Dollywood's my home park, so it's hard to rank Silver Dollar City over it. But I I get called out for that all the time. So yeah. All right. Well, we have one more question, and then we'll wrap it up. So where do you want to see Coaster 365 go in the next year or so? The next year or so? Well, I, that is a kind of important thing happening in my life this year. I'm getting married. So that's exciting. You're kind of Hope, Yeah, you know. Hopefully with a normal yeah, wedding. Fingers crossed. Um, but 22, 23, I think I, I already mentioned 
before, I would love to maybe branch out to YouTube. Um, I, I have personally told Jack some of my dreams, my insane dreams that I have I for this. Them and I really want them. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, it, it would be a lot of sacrifice and a lot of money. But if, you know, I've, I've been in a career that I don't love uh, for the last 10 years, and I'm at a point in my life, call it a third life crisis, and I'm 32, <laughs> um, that maybe, and, and what's driving it is Megan, who was amazing, my, my fiance, who was, was the first one to tell me, you should do this. Then um, that's kind of all I needed to be like, oh my God, maybe I should do it. And essentially, it's going to be a lot of traveling for an entire summer. So if I can pull it off, um, that will be coming down the line. There's nothing wrong with traveling for an entire summer. Wow. Take it from people that have done it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we also want to see like a bunch of national parks. Oh. So which I we've, I know we've discussed. Friends <laughs> and um, so I, I, you probably saw the Yosemite got snow this week, and I was like, okay, meet me at the airport. We're going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I need to see this because Yosemite is actually I fully plan on trying to get out there next summer. I don't know if I'm going to do any coasters or not, but Yosemite has been a place I've wanted to go for a very, very long time. And that's, I was like, oh, I need to go and see that place. That's number one on my list that I haven't seen. I mean, Dollywood is essentially in Great Smoky Mountains, right? Yeah, you're about but, 15 minutes away. And oh, see, for yeah. me, I mean, I've been to the Great Smoky Mountains so many times, and everyone's like, oh, it's so pretty. I'm like, they're just mountains. I see yeah, okay. them every single yeah. day. Literally, I can look out my window and see Lacan if I want. So When you live in boring states like Chris and I do, where it's just, you know, flat trees everywhere. I know. So, there's <laughs> there's yeah. more elevation change on my drive to work every day than there is in the entire state of Florida. Yeah, I know. I, I think um, I had this program in the 90s. It was the best program ever. It was called Walt Disney World Explorer. I don't know if you've heard of it. I've heard of it. It's on. It's probably on YouTube. It's amazing. They they had like fun facts about every ride, and one of them, Big Thunder Mountain, is technically the tallest mountain in Florida. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure is Everest now. But <laughs> yeah. well, I think there's something like 375 ish feet of elevation change in Florida. And there's a that couple is... of hills I have to take in the mornings to get to work. And they're like 400 feet ish. Because <laughs> literally it's just all hills. The whole thing is hills. I love it. If you don't like driving in the mountains, East Tennessee is not for you. <laughs> as long as there's no snow, I would love to drive in the mountains. Uh, don't come this week. Um, <laughs> no. I, so, so here's my tangent. So I worked on Christmas Eve. And when I got to work on Thursday morning, it was 50 degrees and raining. When I left work, I had two and a half inches of snow on my car, and it was 32 degrees. Two and a half inches? How do you live? Oh, my God. That was only the beginning. There were places <laughs> that got six or seven inches. Whoa, six or seven. Oh. That's like a full-on blizzard for East Tennessee. About, oh, I know. Yeah, I'm just being... An inch is nuts for us. But right, yeah. I was like, um, it was 50 degrees when I got here this morning. Why is there snow on my car? <laughs> it was weirdly, I think it hit 60 in, in Connecticut. Oh, that sounds nice. It was, it was the warmest place in the U.S. And it was just, that's global warming 101, I guess. But 
No, it was a monsoon. So it was a monsoon. Oh. You you wouldn't want it. Oh, oh, in that case, that, that's that's New England win, uh, winter when like we get that rain. It's just always raining. We never have a nice actual winter day from November to April. <laughs> we see that's the thing. So the like the prettiest skies and everything are always after it snowed. Like the day or two after it mm. snows, blue cl- blue skies, white fluffy cloud. But to like today, the snow is all melting and it's like gray and overclass, and it makes me look like it's like I'm trapped in a prison cell constantly. <laughs> and that's the weather portion of the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, East Tennessee. We got we've got a season for every minute. So we'll wrap it up. So go ahead and tell people where they can find you so they can make sure they're seeing their coaster every day. Or right now you're doing, I think, polls every day. Is that correct? Yeah, no, I've just taken a little uh, mental health break from the post because mornings have been very rough lately. But we're bringing the post back January 1st, which is in three days as we're recording this. Yep, this, uh. this will come out on the 30th. So when this comes out you will only have to wait two more days to see That's the it. beginning of post-return. The posts are coming back, and I'm going to try to make them a little less generic, a little more personable. I'm going to try to... And with a lot more thrilling moments, pictures, people. 100%. Believe that. But yeah, no, Twitter, Coaster365. That's the brand name. I'm still Team Rellers. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, and that's, that's it. And hopefully maybe... You hear that? He's team rollers. We we've got one. We this is what we like to hear, folks. I'm on the team. Yeah, us having people on the podcast is really just recruiting. <laughs> yeah, this is true. We we got some people on that are like usually don't like get super involved, and I'm like, oh, okay, so you team rollers or team coasters? And it's like there is a right answer, folks. You better say team rollers. There is, <laughs> of course, of course. Then I'll I'll get Megan on board as well. So awesome. That's oh what yeah, we like to hear. So. Real quick for us, then, uh, we've got one episode left this season. That's next week. It's going to be the 2020 slash season one recap episode. Um, so let us know what your favorite part of season one was, and we'll be sure to talk about it. But also, if you haven't already, please take a minute to fill out our Twisted Traveler season one survey. This is your chance to tell us what you want us to do next season what guests you want us to have on what segments you want us to do what you want us to do less of what you want us to do more of unless you write a novel it shouldn't take more than five minutes if you want to write us a novel feel free um actually don't i don't have that much time to read so yeah make sure you do those three things links for the survey will be down below and as always make sure you follow us at twisted underscore travelers on instagram and at twisted traveler but the r at the end is a one on twitter so all right that's it thank you all for listening we will see you for our last episode of the season next week Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.